It's time to eat. What are you hungry for? Sit down and get ready to consume an abundance of fantasy football knowledge from Ross Tucker and Joe Dolan. Eat me now! I'm starving! On the Fantasy Feast Eaten Podcast. Yeah, let's eat, baby! It is the Fantasy Feast Eaten Podcast, and it is presented by FantasyPoints.com. Just use that code FEAST. We like to eat at the feast at FantasyPoints.com. He's Joe Dolan. This show is the show that's so nice. We do it twice a week during the season. Although, this is our second to last week doing that, actually, because before you know it, we'll have playoffs, and we mainly just talk DFS. We are coming to the end. Joe, once again, in front of his mom's Christmas tree, which we love, which makes sense because we record these back-to-back, blah, 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 blah. At FG underscore Dolan. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. At Ross Tucker Pod is where it's at. Remember, you can always ask Joe any question you'd like. Just sign up at fantasypoints.com. Use the code FEAST. Forward me that sign up, Ross at RossTucker.com with your question for Joe. And you'll have the number one ranked fantasy pros analyst on planet Earth personally answering your question. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Joe's pretty cool. So, Joe, let's dive right into it, okay? Sure. Let's start with the Panthers and Washington got moved to 405 because they do not want the Philadelphia Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys to know that they've been eliminated if Washington wins. They want the Eagles and Cowboys to still believe that there's a chance. You're telling me there's a chance during that game. So what do you got for Washington and Carolina? Well, uh, for fantasy purposes, uh, it's – well, we're going to have to see who Washington's quarterback is this week. Although, right before uh, we got on on the podcast here, there was a situation involving Dwayne Haskins where – there are posts on social media of of Haskins uh, getting his swag on at a uh, at a strip club without a mask on. Um, look, uh, believe me, I know that there are uh, th- those are establishments where clothing is optional, uh, but in the NFL, masks are not right now. So Washington is not going to be very happy about Dwayne Haskins. Uh, I think it was uh, Tom Palacero of NFL Network reporting that uh, the team is handling that internally. Um, Not happy, I'm sure. Uh, I think they want Alex Smith back this week anyway against Carolina. That would raise the ceiling of this offense. I'm still not 100%. uh, As a matter of fact, I'm not confident at all Antonio Gibson will play in this game. Turf toe is very painful. Um, So that should mean a big role for J.D. McKissick, who once again had a huge fantasy game last week against Seattle. It was nice to see Terry McLaurin come alive in that game a little bit with with Dwayne Haskins at quarterback. It's a good matchup against Carolina. I would use him as a wide receiver three. And over the last month of the season, only two tight ends, Travis Kelsey and Darren Waller, have been targeted more, have caught more passes, and have scored more fantasy points than Logan Thomas. So he is a tight end one right now against the Carolina Panthers. And I think everything would look better for Washington if Alex Smith can play quarterback. Wow, that's a nice stat there, Joe. What about Carolina? Christian McCaffrey, does he play? And that's obviously a question that we can't answer. We're recording this on Tuesday for for time reasons. We can't answer that on a Tuesday. Um, Carolina just fired Marty Herney, just fired her general manager. So you would think, obviously, with that move, 
that Carolina is looking at this, you know, the, the new owner, Dave Tepper, and, and they're looking at this as a long-term project. Matt Rule obviously has this team on the right path. Um, I know they're 4-10, but there's a lot of offensive talent here. This should be a very appealing general manager job. you got a top-five pick looming where you can make a decision on the quarterback. Um, with the way Teddy Bridgewater has played of late, ain't no way I'm playing him against Washington's defense. I'll tell you that much. Um, but in the backfield, if McCaffrey goes, I will play him. If not, Mike Davis is an RB2. DJ Moore, back at it, has a huge game, 6 for 131. Unfortunately, Ross, that seems to have really uh, taken the uh, taken the shine off of your boy Robbie Anderson, who had just two catches last week. DJ Moore's a wide receiver, too. Um, Curtis Samuel, a low-end wide receiver, three. And again, the reason that I view him as such is because Teddy Bridgewater has not played his best football over the last month. Teddy Bridgewater wanted to guarantee he's the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers next year. He has not done a good job of that over the last month. No, he hasn't, Joe. You're right. Um, let's get to some of the other late games. Broncos at the Chargers. Why am I interested in this game? Uh, because you like football? <laughs> I mean, that's about it. I mean, the Broncos have a bad offense. Uh, Noah Fant putting up numbers, but you can't play any any wide receivers from Denver right now. Jerry Judy got alligator arms in that game. He had one catch for 19 yards. Tim Patrick, who had been Drew Locke's boy against Buffalo, he goes for three for 14. Noah Fant's the receiver I want to play here. Melvin Gordon's the only running back you can play here. Everybody's like, oh, Philip Lindsay, Philip, they need to give him the ball more, and they give him the ball and he doesn't do anything with it. You know, Phil Lindsay's been a zero for fantasy all year. Melvin Gordon seems to be the guy the coaching staff prefers. He's an RB2. Noah Fant's a low-end tight end one. Then get out of Dodge. D don't worry about the Denver Broncos outside of those two guys. For the Chargers on the other side. Well, uh, hopefully uh, Anthony Lynn doesn't get in a position where he's got to make uh, decisions regarding the clock because uh, – he seems to embarrass himself each and every week with those decisions, and it's and it's getting kind of pathetic at this stage. Um, the thing with the Chargers, though, um, is you look at the tape last week, and you look at the tape of what Buffalo did, what Josh Allen did against the Denver Broncos, and I think you could probably incorporate some of those same things because Justin Herbert is a very similar talent. Um I understand what happened, though, with Keenan Allen last week. You know, he comes up and he says, play me on Thursday, and maybe things tightened up for him. I, I mean, I don't know what to say other than it was bad luck, and those things happen in fantasy football. Keep an eye on his status for this game. If he ends up being a game-time decision, you might have to make a decision earlier because this is a late game so we have some injury situations to watch for the LA Chargers but I think Justin Herbert after last week's game the fact that he got back to putting up big numbers he runs for a touchdown um uh the game winning touchdown obviously he throws for 314 and two touchdowns he is back on the quarterback one radar for fantasy but you have to look at the injury situation with Keenan Allen and see what's going to happen this week uh before deciding which wide receivers here you're going to play though I will say Hunter Henry the tight end has really come alive of late okay I've, I've been asking you a bunch of this over a bunch of this time this question a bunch of times spit it out Ross over the last couple episodes is Jalen Hurts going to win fantasy championships for people Joe uh, Eagles Cowboys beyond obvious at this point and Ross I made a critical mistake I in a league where I was rolling with Taysom Hill because I had Carson Wentz as my quarterback. And, you know, Wentz was putting up numbers for the year, but it wasn't pretty. 
I picked up Taysom Hill a number of weeks ago, and I was like, and that was the right decision for me. You know, he he won me four straight games, but then it was unfortunate that for me, for me at least, that Drew Brees came back um, for last week's game against Kansas City. And you know, I thought, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to try to sneak Carson because uh, 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 they hadn't announced Jalen Hurts as the starter yet. I'm going to try to sneak Jalen Hurts through waivers with a zero dollar fab bid, you know, and somebody who was smarter than me, put in a $1 bid. And it's and it's going to cost me uh, a chance at a back-to-back championship because I had to roll with Jared Goff. And Jared Goff had a terrible game against the New York Jets. And uh, th- that's just some of those things where you have to decide. You, you play the game. And you, you, try to, you try to play the game um, smartly, uh, aggressively, but selectively aggressively. But I tried to get too cute in these critical weeks, and it cost me a matchup. Jalen Hurts would have won me that matchup by himself last week against the Arizona Cardinals, and I screwed myself. Uh, Jalen Hurts is absolutely winning people fantasy championships. And, Ross, we're going to talk about this in the off. We have all kinds of off-season podcasts, obviously. I, barring disaster. You know how Philly is. You grew up an Eagles fan. You're you're from Pennsylvania. Barring disaster, I don't know how Carson Wentz is back with this team next year. Like it, it's it's not just this. This is not a decision that's going to be made only on film. It can't be. You know, I don't think Hertz Hertz hasn't like been like pristine. Okay, he's been very good, but he hasn't been pristine. But it's not a decision that can be made only on film. And with, with everything going on there, I think Jalen Hurts, barring disaster in these final two games, is going to be the starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles, obviously the rest of this year and into next year. And for sure against the Dallas Cowboys, he is a fantasy option against that defense. Um, you play Hurts, you play Miles Sanders. Um, the problem for Philadelphia here is, you know, J- Jalen Rager got dinged up at the end of that game, looked like an ankle injury. Um, he has been starting to come alive. They've been using him. Zach Ertz caught two passes. That's not something you expect from Zach Ertz, though. He caught two passes for 69 yards. Zach Ertz is somebody we want to catch eight passes for 69 yards. Um, So the passing game, Jalen Hurts is mixing it around, but he's not mixing it around in a way where we can confidently use any of these guys for fantasy. The only two guys, even though Jalen Hurts threw for 338 and three touchdowns, the only two receivers for Philadelphia who had more than 10 points in a PPR were Quez Watkins. Raise your hand if you just heard of Quez Watkins for the first time. And Greg Ward Jr. Those aren't really the guys you want to play for fantasy. So for me, Philadelphia, even with Jalen Hurts playing really good football right now, the only guys I feel decent about for fantasy are Hurts, and Miles Sanders, and if I'm playing a tight end here, I still prefer Dallas Goddard over at Zach Ertz. All right. Um, what about on the other side for the Cowboys? I, dude, I said it, Joe. As soon as they said Zeke wasn't playing, I was like, this hurts the Cowboys not at all because Pollard has some legit juice. Yeah, and Zeke had, had been dinged up, playing poorly, sluggish all season long. I don't know if he's going to play in this week. I think Dallas would be wise to just roll with Tony Pollard right now. So keep an eye on that. But if Tony Pollard goes, he's a high-end RB2. Philly's run defense is really good. That defensive line has been playing great football of late. Um, keep an eye on the status of Michael Gallup because, again, we're looking at a Philly defense that was down three starters in the secondary and probably, I don't know about Darius Slay because of concussion protocol, but probably will be down um, – uh, two more starters, Rodney McLeod, obviously he's on uh, IR with the ACL injury, but Avante Maddox is dealing with the knee injury as well. So keep an eye on the status of Michael Gallup because as we saw last week, this is a team you're going to be able to throw the ball against. And when we uh, mentioned Amari Cooper, 
Uh, Amari Cooper has struggled immensely with Darius Slay in his career. Like Darius Slay owns Amari Cooper. So if our, if if Darius Slay plays in this game, it's probably uh, not a, a, a great opportunity to use Amari Cooper. If Darius Slay doesn't go, fire up Amari Cooper. Again, he had just two catches for 10 yards last week against San Francisco. But Philadelphia is really, really thin in the secondary. And CeeDee Lamb finally showed some, some life. Uh, last week, catching five passes for 85 yards from Andy Dalton. So I think he would be somebody I could I could look at. And the Eagles don't have um, a lot at safety right now. I think that means you can stream. Uh, you can take a look and stream Dalton Schultz in this game. Moving on, Joe, we've got the Rams and the Seahawks. Oh. It's a gigantic football game in the NFC West. I can't wait. My boy, who's been good for me on my fantasy team, Cam Akers, He's hurt, not yep. good, and the Rams lost to the Jets. By the way, if you didn't hear, um, uh, how could you? Uh, by the way, I know Seattle's um, defense was one we targeted early in the season. They have improved significantly um, in the last five six weeks. How can you look at what Jared Goff did last week against the Jets, who had been the biggest pass funnel defense in the entire NFL, and feel good about playing him against Seattle? I, I, like, I mean. Goff, right now, Goff, to me, is somebody who, like, epitomizes quarterback purgatory. And, yeah, I think you can win a Super Bowl with him because, I mean, he went to a Super Bowl. I think if you go to a Super Bowl, I think there's a reasonable expectation you can win a Super Bowl with a guy. We just saw the Jets beat the Rams. It's an any given Sunday kind of situation, and that includes Super Bowl Sunday. But if you can't trust Jared Goff to go out there and put up numbers in a game where you're looking for playoff seeding, against the New York, the 0-13 New York Jets, when are you going to trust them to put up numbers? And, I, and Yeah, maybe he goes for 350 and three touchdowns against Seattle. I mean, of course he could. I mean, he's done it in the past. He has good receivers. But I am just, just disgusted, Ross, by what I saw last week. And, you know, Robert Woods had a big game. It's, it's kind of like Minnesota in that you're like, how do I sit Woods and Cup when I know they can go for 25 fantasy points any given week? Even if I don't like Jared Goff, it's kind of like that. But it's a, it, I'm just so disgusted by what I saw last week, and I think Rams fans should be utterly disgusted by what they saw last week. Uh, Cam Akers is not going to play in this game. Uh, Sean McVay said it last night that uh, he's he's going to miss at least week 16. So I guess that puts Daryl Henderson back in back in in vogue um, as an RB two. Maybe you could fire up Malcolm Brown as a flex, but. Cam Akers had been the one guy showing life in this offense. They gave him 15 carries. No other player got one, uh, more than one last week against the Jets. But, I, I mean, I just, I'm just, i just disgusted by what I saw with that offense. And it goes back to my point that I made weeks ago. You look at this offense, and you know it's a good offense. But it just seems like it's a, it's a Ferrari that is – spinning its wheels it's not going anywhere it looks sexy it's expensive and yeah i'd like to sit in it but damn if, if the, this offense just sometimes looks like it can't get out of its parking spot it's a it's frustrating and i think a lot of that goes back to the quarterback and if they cannot protect that quarterback he is going to f up whether it's against the new york jets or the 1985 chicago bears he proved it last week and i am damn frustrated by it Wow, I sense that, Joe. I can tell. What about it cost the me a fantasy championship, Ross? I mean, come on. What's more important than that? Nothing. Um, obviously, I'm obviously joking. But yeah. What, yeah. what about but, the Seahawks? Speaking 
of offenses that seem to be spinning their wheels. Russell Wilson goes for 121 on 27 pass attempts against the team last week. Uh, they they built a three-score lead against Dwayne Haskins, and Pete Carroll decided he was going to play big, dumb Pete Carroll football. He was going to turtle. He was going to sit on the football. He was going to run the football. Um, if Russ is cooking right now, it's with a microwave because they are not throwing the ball at all. Chris Carson is back. They're back to running the football. They're playing cold weather football. And this is a nasty LA Ram defense. Russell Wilson, dude, you just said, is Jalen Hurts going to win fantasy championships for people? I'd play Jalen Hurts over Russell Wilson without a second thought right now. That's the way I look at these things with the way Wilson's been playing with the way Pete Carroll's been calling games like big, dumb Pete Carroll football, baby. Mm, jam it. That's what I want to do. That's what he says. Chris Carson is an RB one. Carlos Hyde's getting carries. He had a long touchdown run against the team. DK Metcalf's going to see a hell of a lot of Jalen Ramsey in this game. Maybe it's a Tyler Lockett game. I know there's people out there who are like, I can't sit Russell Wilson. He's got me to this point. But his numbers haven't been great over the past month. Um, and Pete Carroll is sitting on the ball. He is turtling. He wants to run the football. That is how Pete Carroll wants to play. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. And it looks like the fact that they uh, they gave Ross, uh, they gave, <laughs> excuse me, Russ, they gave him control of the kitchen over the first five weeks of the season. They have demoted him to sous chef again, Ross. That's amazing. Um, okay. We've got the Titans and the Packers. But before you dive into that, I want everyone to know that if you're going to bet a game this week, I kind of like the Titans. I'll be talking about that later on on the Even Money podcast. They're still catching three and a half at DraftKings. Speaking of DraftKings, by the way, to celebrate the return of basketball, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new players 100 to 1 odds on any featured matchup this week. That's right. All you have to do is bet $1 on any featured matchup this week. And if your team wins, you cash a crisp $100. Look, we're excited for the return of basketball. Let's not forget, football's playoffs just about here. You know we love it. You know we love bowl season. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Another way, by the way, you can ask me or Joe a question. Download the app. Use promo code ROSS when you sign up. To get 100 to 1 odds on any featured matchup this week, that's code Ross for new players to get a shot at $100 on any featured matchup this week. Limited time, only at DraftKings. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey PA only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Joe. Titans, Packers. Woo! Looking forward to that one Sunday night. What do you think? Ross, you're a former NFL offensive lineman, five teams. What was it, five teams, seven years? Yes. That, yeah. Former offensive lineman, five teams, seven years. You like um, uh, Richard in the soil games, I'm guessing. Uh, uh, a little uh, yes. pa- pounded out games like this. Um, Lambeau Field, Christmas week. Derrick Henry v. Aaron Jones. This game's going to get all kinds of offensive linemen fired up. Uh, and... Aaron Jones, obviously, he took over last week. Jamal Williams went out. Now my question becomes, you know, I was reading Bob McGinn, who's covered the Packers forever, knows more about him than just about anybody, um, in The Athletic last week. And he's like, I have a hunch that Matt LaFleur has been kind of limiting Aaron Jones to unleash him in December. Well, 
Jamal Williams getting hurt obviously contributed to that. But Aaron Jones goes absolutely psycho last week against the Carolina Panthers going for uh, 145 yards rushing and 13 yards receiving with the touchdown in that game. This is going to be a game where Matt LaFleur against his former team, remember he was the offensive coordinator when the Titans unlocked Derrick Henry two seasons ago. He, th- this is going to be a run-the-ball game. Even though Aaron Rodgers might be the favorite for NFL MVP, I think they are going to run the heck out of the football. Doesn't mean you want to sit Aaron Rodgers. Doesn't mean you want to sit Devontae Adams, even though both of those guys were disappointments last week. You know, if not for the rushing touchdown, Aaron Rodgers would have eliminated a lot of people from contention in their fantasy leagues. But Devontae Adams still got 10 targets. Robert Tunyon got back in the end zone. Those are guys you want to play. Uh, I understand that, but this is going to be an Aaron Jones football game. And on the flip side, it's going to be a Derrick Henry football game. Got it. Makes sense. All right, what about um, Monday night? Uh, looks like I'll be there again as well. I'm everywhere. Foxborough Stadium in the middle of nowhere, Ross. Yes. Or Gillette Stadium, excuse me. Gillette Bob. Stadium, Bills, Patriots. The Bills, Joe, they look so good, they're, man. They're awesome. They look so good right now on offense. I know Baltimore's starting to come alive, but Baltimore isn't even in the playoff. <laughs> I mean, they're in the playoff picture, but they're not. if the season ended today, wouldn't be in the playoffs. I mean, right now, Buffalo looks like the biggest threat to Kansas City, right? I mean, because it looks like this team can score with anybody. The question I have here, and this is a big one, if Kansas City wins on Sunday against the Atlanta Falcons, and there is no reason to believe they won't win that game. I know the Jets Jets beat the Rams last week, but there's no reason. Buffalo cannot advance beyond the two seed. So Buffalo cannot get a bye if Kansas City wins that football game. So my question is, does Buffalo decide we are hot? You know, we're the talk of, well, obviously, they're always the talk of Buffalo, whether they're good or bad. But they're, they're like the talk of the world of football right now. Josh Allen and, and, and Sean McDermott and Brian Dable is the next hot head coaching candidate. And Stefan Diggs got hurt last week. Do the Buffalo Bills decide, let's, let's take it easy. We've won the division. We can't advance beyond the number two seed. Pittsburgh is a dumpster fire right now. Let's just take a deep breath and prepare for the playoffs. That is an unanswerable question. Uh, I'm sure Sean McDermott's going to be asked about it this week. I'll, I'll be posting stuff on my Twitter account and at fantasypoints.com about all of that. But this is a game I'm worried about, Ross, because it is on a Monday. So if the, if the Bills come out and decide, hey, we're going to sit Josh Allen, and they decide that the morning of the game, you are effed because I sure as hell don't want to play Cam Newton, but he might be the guy you have to pick up. So just keep an eye all week on what the Buffalo Bills are going to plan on doing with their starters. Again, remember, Stefan Diggs got dinged up last week. Doesn't look serious. And maybe Buffalo decides, hey, we'll rest our starters next week, but we want one more week um, to get things fine-tuned. Maybe they decide that as well. Maybe Sean McDermott's like, we're, we play in the NFL. We're going to play every week, but we just don't know. This is a team we've got to watch. The only thing I would say about that, Joe, is I think Sean McDermott and the Bills organization has been waiting a long time to really stick it to the Patriots. I think that's fair. They've won the division. Now they have a chance in a primetime game, everybody watching. I personally don't think they're going to show any mercy at all. I think they're going to try to embarrass the Patriots. So we'll see. 
Hey, you know uh, anything on the Patriots. You know how they feel about the Patriots, by the way. You know how they feel about the Patriots. Yeah. Anything on the Patriots? Uh, I don't want to play anybody here. I, I mean, just – I mean, Miami's defense is better than Buffalo's. But, like, I mean, Cam goes for 209. He runs for 38 yards, but he doesn't score a touchdown. They didn't score a touchdown last week against Miami. Um, Jacoby Myers, I think, has been a guy who's produced enough where you can maybe use him as a wide receiver three. But Damian Harris is – active but he doesn't play you know sony michelle out of nowhere I, jacoby myers are bust for me and if you have josh allen maybe you pick up cam newton in the event that uh buffalo decides to sit their starters but like you said you know you can make the argument both ways we're just speculating here but this game being on a monday is problematic for all those scenarios as outlined please check him out on twitter at fg underscore dolan or check me out at Ross Tucker NFL, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We are at Ross Tucker Pie. We got the awesome YouTube page if you want to see Joe's mom's Christmas tree. <laughs> YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. We love those of you that head over to fantasypoints.com and use the code FEAST. It means a great deal because it's a business Joe's trying to grow. And guess what? It's awesome. It's tremendous, tremendous value. Trust me, check out all their competitors and then go to fantasypoints.com and use the code FEAST. Other than that, I'm stuffed. We're done. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Feast podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker football podcast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, rostucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.